Hello, today I'm going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day and why Valentine's Day, from what I have seen, is not a celebration of love or relationships so much as it is a strategy game. I'm, I'm going to go on record and say I'm not a huge fan of Valentine's Day. There, there are several reasons why. And I'm not even including the fact that historically, Valentine's Day for me has been the equivalent of sitting down on a toilet after someone has left the seat up. I'm, I'm just looking at it for the way that Valentine's Day has been for others. This is Bittersweet Ramblings, and let's jump into why Valentine's Day sucks. I'm going to admit, I really, for the most part, don't care about Valentine's Day. It's not important to me as a holiday. I find it to kind of just be a made-up holiday that was stuck in the middle of February because February sucks as a month, so why not make it worse? It's just cold and dreary and gray and misery. So, hey, let's, you know, add to it. There are other people who are really into Valentine's Day as a holiday, and I'm not knocking them. As long as people leave me alone to celebrate Halloween the way that I want to, they can have Valentine's Day to themselves. To give an example of how I feel about Valentine's Day, one year I sent out a Valentine's Day email with a short video clip attached. It was, it was my own personal Valentine's Day card. The, the short clip that was involved was called Cupid's Last Stand. You can still view it on YouTube or kidsarescary.com. And, and I don't know if you can tell it from the title, but spoiler alert, things don't end well for Cupid in the short. Now, hindsight being 2020, I should not have sent that particular video to grandma. She was not happy with the video and I had to do some explaining for about a half an hour. And then I had to tell her that I had to go to work to get out of further discussions about how love wasn't dead and I needed to stop sending her stuff like that. For most people I know, Valentine's Day is performative rather than sort of a celebration of, of unions between people. It doesn't seem to be celebrating love and relationships so much as showing off a social status between couples. I mean, there are one or two people who seem to really enjoy the holiday for what it is, but even with them, it still comes off as being a performance to show how deeply in love they are with each other. And Valentine's Day brings out some major competition, like competition between couples, competition between women and men, and things get really ugly really quickly. The entire day is just people trying to one-up each other. There was one place that I worked at quite a few years ago where Valentine's Day was a thing. It was a competitive event. I did not know this when I started working there, so I was unaware of the consequences of not dating someone or seeing someone at that time. So at the time, uh, my first Valentine's Day at this, at this place, I wasn't seeing anyone. It was just another day for me. Or at least I thought it was going to be just another day for me. 
this is the the place itself the office was a cubicle worn with the sort of usual office setup it was it was kind of set up so the cubicles were turned towards each other so you couldn't really avoid people the receptionist would call out the names of various women and some men to go pick up something from the front desk and this happened consistently throughout the day there were like 10 15 minutes between the calls I was ignoring this as well. I was ignoring it until one of my coworkers stopped by my desk. And she said, Oh, you, you, you haven't gotten any flowers? And I was like, No, no, probably not going to. I'm not seeing anyone. Oh, I got these flowers from my husband. Did he send some chocolates too? Hey, those are, those are great. Those are lovely. And she looks at me with sort of pity and says, well, maybe next year. Which I blew off because I really didn't care. And then I went back to typing and I went back to working. And then about five, ten minutes later, another co-worker stopped by my desk and says, So what did you get? I got these flowers and a teddy bear for my boyfriend. Isn't he just so thoughtful? And again, I was like, I didn't get anything. I am not seeing anyone. The flowers are beautiful and you know, it's a really cute teddy bear. And she looks at me again with just pity and, and sympathy and, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find someone. Well, that kind of doesn't, it's not important to me, but, but thank you. And I went back to typing. I was, I was starting to get a little bit more irritated, but I was still able to blow it off and get back to work. And then the third coworker stopped by my desk. This was one of my coworkers who was missing a few teeth. She was probably 40 years older than me. And she leans in and says, well, I got these flowers and we're going out to dinner tonight. What about you? I was like, well, you know, those are beautiful flowers. And I'm sure you have a wonderful time at your dinner. I am not getting any flowers. I'm not seeing anyone. And she looks at me and she says, well, you might find someone someday. And I'm not going to lie, at that point I was in my head raging a little bit. And by a bit, I mean a lot. I was just livid. And it just went downhill from there because more people just kept stopping by my desk. So the next year <laughs> rolled around. And again, on Valentine's Day, I was not seeing anyone. <laughs> but I was determined that things were not going to go down like they had the year before. I was not going to have some six-year-old toothless woman patronizing me for not getting flowers. <laughs> and and these are the type of co-workers who would be able to suss out whether someone had sent themselves flowers or not from like a mile away. So I called my ex-boyfriend and I said, We are broken up. We are going to stay broken up. But if I don't get fucking flowers from you on Valentine's Day, at work, I'm gonna kick your ass. Don't worry, I, get, I sent him a card and a flower too, but uh, yeah, I didn't have to deal with that. Just, you know, had the flower in the card and it just, you know, oh no, it's for a secret, you know, it's ex-boyfriend, he's just staying in touch, and wanted to, you know, keep me happy and all that junk. Whatever it was, I didn't care. I had flowers on my desk so they would leave me the hell alone. Where you work can have a huge impact on how Valentine's Day is treated. 
not because of how much you love someone or anything like that, but because of how much of a competition it is with the people that you work with. And this can happen based on where you live too. Again, I came from a very small town. And one year, I was home for Valentine's Day and my mom was home for Valentine's Day. Her phone started ringing at eight o'clock in the morning. It was one of my mom's friends calling to let my mom know what she had gotten for Valentine's Day. And the phone did not stop ringing all day. There were probably, I would say, 10 to 15 phone calls. And with each phone call, my mom got more and more pissed off because my dad had not given her anything yet. So with each phone call, she had to listen to what her friends got. And then I would hear her go, no, no, I haven't, I haven't gotten anything yet. I'm, you know, I'm, no, I'm sure he's going to get me something, but no, I haven't gotten anything from him yet. And there was like a list. Her friends had gotten flowers, they'd gotten chocolates, they'd gotten bracelets and rings and necklaces and concert tickets. They were just across the board, tons of things. And my mom's mood deteriorated with every single phone call. By the time she took that last call from her friends, the atmosphere throughout the entire house was like the movie The Day Before Tomorrow. You could tell something horrifying and bad was coming and that things were about to go arctic. With that first call, she was a little annoyed, but by the last call, I was questioning if he was going to survive the night because things were not looking promising. Because she felt like a fool in front of her friends. Nobody wants to feel like a fool and nobody wants to feel like a fool in front of your friends. And all day she was continuously reminded that dad had not given her anything yet and all of her friends had gotten stuff. So my dad rolls in around six o'clock and he seemed to be completely and utterly oblivious to the massive storm that was brewing in that house. He, he asked me to help him with a few chores outside. And when we were done with that, he opened the trunk of the car and he grabbed a gift that he had for her. I was like, oh my God, thank God you got her something. You do not know how ugly things have been. It's been getting worse and worse all day. Everybody's been calling about all the stuff they got and she's got nothing and she is super pissed off. You are so lucky you got her something. So we go in there and my dad hands her the gift and goes, happy Valentine's Day. And she looks at him and she smiles and she says, oh, you didn't have to get me anything. <laughs> and, and my dad said, yeah, we've seen how that goes. Because apparently one year he was insane enough to skip Valentine's Day. Now, would she have cared if she hadn't gotten like a ton of friends calling her to brag about what they got? Oh, probably because my mom really likes Valentine's Day. But was it a hell of a lot worse because of all the bragging from her friends? Yes, because she felt like she wasn't worth taking the time for when all of her friends were. Because in that group of friends, in that town, that is the norm. And it can be completely different depending on what town or group or place of work you are at. But the true, true sort of 
strategy that I have seen when it comes to Valentine's Day is the place where my mom used to work. It was a huge strategic battle. It was it was World War II played out in a tiny small town nursing home. There was massive planning involved. There was pain. There were things that you would remember for the rest of your life. Mainly because the others who worked there would never let you forget them. So at this nursing home, the nurse's desk is the center of everything. It's the center of the building. It's where everybody comes to find out what room people are in. It is the hub of everything. And during Valentine's Day, it turns into a gigantic viper's pit. One that you continually have to pass if you're working. And with every flower delivery, with every box delivery, with every package that was dropped off, they all gathered to see who it was for and what it was. Every flower delivery was judged. Every gift was evaluated. Every box was reviewed. Because these deliveries were not just a Valentine's Day gift. They were social standing at that workplace that would hold over until the next year. And those evaluators were vicious. And there were rating systems. The ratings for the flowers went kind of like this. If you didn't get anything, you were toast until next year. And there was a possibility that they would try to set you up with, you know, whatever random niece or nephew or whoever they happened upon, which was worse than being a social pariah. Sometimes you'd have some people who would get like a single rose and a card saying I love you or some kind of, you know, stock card that they had the flower store ad for them. If it was a new relationship, that was enough to squeak by. If this was long term or if it was a carnation instead of a rose, it was frowned upon. You'd basically get made fun of for like the next year. Sometimes you would get a flower and a balloon, which was better. It was still a bit questionable, but the balloon helped. If it was a big balloon, you might be able to, you know, slide past it. And then you would get the, the you know, the flower, the actual bouquets, which were passing grade. Though if it was like a bunch of sunflowers and carnations, those were also looked down upon. Sunflowers for being weeds and carnations for being like a cheaper filler type of flower. The card could be a bit of a swing vote for you on that. It might be able to give you a bit of a boost. A bouquet and a stuffed toy would get you a few bonus points. It was a step above a bouquet, so it'd bump you up a grade. A bouquet and chocolate depended on the chocolate. Good chocolates were right up there in the higher tiers. Lousy chocolates were below the stuffed animals. But if you had a bouquet and a concert ticket, you were a winner because you had the bouquet to brag about now and the concert ticket so you could go to the concert and brag about that later. That was a two for one. You could overdo it though. There was one lady there for one year who was dating two guys and she made the mistake of trying to brag about how both guys had given her flowers and she wasn't expecting flowers from them and she started giggling because she thought that was going to fly with this group. At which point, one of the others said, Round these parts, we call that a slut. Yeah, she had to wear that story for the next couple of years. No more bragging about having two boyfriends there. And I'm pretty sure that Valentine's Day was the town florist's personal Black Friday. She had to make 
multiple trips because she couldn't fit all of the bouquets and gifts and all that junk in her van. Combined with graduation, these were her money makers. Now there were a couple of things that would sort of tilt things in your favor, like big bouquets went over well, and cards were really important because they would read them to the group. And if you didn't read your card to the group, somebody else would take it from your hand and read it. Like no joke, they are merciless with these things. Sweet cards were good, they'd get the awe. Funny cards, that would be the winners. Mom usually scored well on the cards because my dad's pretty damn funny. One year, apparently she got her flower and she was opening her card and as she was opening it, she goes, he better not think I'm putting out. And she opened the card and the card said, no, you don't have to put out because romance is not dead in my family. Now, if you're wondering, did I ask my mom to tell me this story? No, I didn't. I did not ask her to tell me that story. Was it necessary for my mother to tell me this story? No, it was not. Has it haunted me for years? Not as much as walking in on them once when I was in grade school. And, and now, in honor of Valentine's Day, maybe you can think back on the time that you walked in on someone you didn't want to mid-coitus. It's my own personal Valentine's gift to you. Never say I'm not romantic at heart. So that's what I've got for today. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Thank you and have a good night.